I have like it, it's me, Alan Smith, where we publish stories of today's prison journal on Wednesday, November the 9th. So, front page of paper days, just a hail big picture of uh, Union Street with folk milling about and buses and cars got up and doing. And um, the big headline is, it's now or never to save our city centre. So, uh, the dire impact of years worth of decline is evident for all to see along Aberdeen's once prestigious Union Street. Astronomical business rates and oil and gas downturn and the punishing impact of the coronavirus pandemic have all taken their toll. And a lack of major investment and failure to move with the times have left the streets struggling. Um, but the pattern of decline uh, must now come to a swift end. The present journal uh, is a day and will be taking part in an emergency summit aimed at turning the tide on the Granite Miles fortunes. It's hoped that through collaborative working for businesses, politicians, students and local residents, a new era can be born for the city's most famous street. So, well, we will see. It's um, going to take a fair turn around, I think, because it's a um, pretty desperate, uh, desperate state of affairs, I think it's in just now. And uh, again, I don't know again, how many times the councillors just try to be persuaded to just muck it pedestrian um, at Bitty. You know, that would just be a, a winner, I'm sure, and it would help. Ah, the shops in the area, and um, it would just make it a far more, uh, better place to gang about and, you know, walk about and shop. And uh, if there was um, street cafes or, or stuff on the pavements, then so much better. So, um, on the fine days, obviously, and then the Paris and Carl days, but, uh, you know, that's the obvious answer, I would think, but... We'll see if they come up with oh, this lot here, but it's, you know, been a lot of spicking shops over the years and nothing much has happened, but I think this is a nitty-gritty time. It's going to be a total disaster if nothing happens soon. Now here's a tree charity begins appeal for presents. So, anybody in charity has launched its annual Christmas Giving Tree Appeal. It involves giving new gifts to young folk uh, across the northeast for otherwise wouldn't get anything. Instant Neighbour has been running it for 32 years and last year handed out 13,500 gifts. Uh, the Giving Tree concept involves members of the public uh, taking a card for a tree around the city that has the first name and age of a child in need. Uh, then they return the card with a gift for the child to open at Christmas. Gifts will be handed out as far north as Elgin and as far south as Lawrence Kirk. Uh, Chief Executive of Instant Neighbour, Sophie Green, said we are delighted to coordinate the delivery of happiness across the northeast. Uh, we look forward to being able to work we again we uh, closely with the community to deliver a great Christmas. Uh, we simply couldn't do this without the support of the citizens of Aberdeen and Aberdeenshire, who have been very generous. Um, the charity says it hopes to uh, give two presents to each child with a value of about £25. So the children are put forward by 85 different organisations, including social services and food banks. Um and there's great helicopter places where they can be dropped off. But if you want to make full details on uh, how to give a child a gift and spread some joy this Christmas, visit the Instant Neighbour website. So, well, excellent idea. And, um, you know, imagine a beer kid with nine to open on Christmas morning. It's just, you know, it's not a great thought. But, um, unfortunately, there's always going to be a, a puckle of them going about. So, um 
you know, maybe one less uh, gift for somebody in your family and, and just one for, for somebody for otherwise we'd hang a hang it doesn't seem like a big price to pay. But um, yeah, well done to Charity, it's an excellent idea. Now here is Brewdog, labelled hypocrites over anti-sponsor profit plan. So Brewdog has announced it will become a World Cup anti-sponsor by donating the profits of a beer to human rights charities. The company has hit out at Qatar, saying the country won the right to host the competition through bribery on an industrial scale. Now, the Northeast Brewery will be donating 100% of the net wholesale profit from its lost lager to charities. In a post on social media, the firm claimed to give two fingers to anybody who thinks a World Cup in Qatar makes sense. They criticised Qatar's practice of homosexuality being illegal, flogging being an accepted form of punishment, and the reported 6,500 worker deaths during the stadium constructions. But the beer brand says they will uh, still be showing the live matches at their venues, causing some social media users to label them hypocrites. According to the company's website, they are still offering fan zones across the country for folk can watch the World Cup on the big screen with a big atmosphere. Um, Brewdog replied to the criticism by saying they didn't want to stop folk watching the football and that the mere beer they sell, the mere money will go to charity. Um, so, but obviously some folk is um, not happy with that and saying they're just a bunch of hypocrites. Um, so, um, Brewdog has, says all lost lager profits from November the 20th to December the 18th will be donated in January 2023. And on its website, it says... Uh, only registered charity, charities that they demonstrably and directly help those who have been affected by human rights injustices in Qatar um, will be in the running. Um, so, well, there we go. I suppose that I was thinking about the box. I always have to be something different than, you know, I can't forget to say, no publicity is bad publicity unless, you know, you happen to be James Watt. <laughs> but, um, you know, hats off to them for trying, I suppose, to to do something different and raise, still raise awareness about if it happens over there and, you know, you can either agree with them or, or nay, but um, at least they're trying something different, I suppose. Um, but to be honest, their, their beer's nay for me, like it's, um, nah, give me a Peroni on any day. Now here's a Porsche driver left a pair with a horror list of crash injuries, so an aristocrat has been banned for driving after seriously injuring a nurse and her husband in a crash. Uh, Granville Gordon, the 13th Marquis of Huntley, claimed he did, didn't see James and Mary Cameron's motorbike on the A957 for the pulled out of a junction in a Porsche. The Camerons needed surgery for a catalogue of broken beans following the incident on September 27th, 2020. Their injuries caused Mrs. Cameron, if I was a nurse, to miss five months of work. Uh, while her husband was unable to return to his job as a traffic technician at Angus Council for three months. The 78-year-old driver who appeared in court papers as Granville Huntley and lives on the Abine Castle estate pled not guilty to causing serious injury by dangerous driving but was convicted after trial at Aberdeen Sheriff Court. Um, so, well, <laughs> there we go. And it was just like a, a big long list of the injuries and all like that, but, um, you know, a motorbike, somebody pulling in front of a motorbike is just, you know, absolutely the worst thing that could happen, and, you know, I suppose they're lucky to be alive, maybe, but um, certainly with a lot of 
uh, injuries with the bath work for three months and five months at a time. But um, you know, in all honesty, if it's a somebody's nearly eighty and then driving about in a Porsche, I mean, far better to donate it to a younger kind of lad. Um, yes, I, you know, if you're listening, Mister Huntley. Um, you can just shove the keys through the box if you like and leave it parked outside. I'll organise a taxi home for you as you kind of drive now. Now here's a second Doctor added to Comic Con event. So calling all Doctor Who fans, Peter Davison, the fifth Doctor, has just been added to the impressive lineup for Comic Con Scotland Northeast. The popular actor, if I played the famous role in the 80s, will be joined by Sylvester McCoy who took over the role from Colin Baker in 1987. Um, Peter Davidson first became famous in 1978 as Tristan Farnan in the BBC's uh, adaptation of James Herriot's All Creatures Great and Small Stories. It's a tremendous, um, you know, adaption act was in, uh, very, very good indeed. Um, Peter's son-in-law, David Tennant, rose to fame for his role as the 10th incarnation of the Time Lord. I didn't think that was his son-in-law. Anyway... In addition to Peter Davison and Sylvester McCoy, many other actors have already been confirmed for the upcoming celebration of all things TV and film. The Wacken Deeds Carl Grimes, uh, Chandler Riggs, will also make an appearance. Scottish comedian and actor Arabella Weir, who starred in The Fast Show, um, and also Kent for her roles in Posh Notion, Two Doors Dune, will be part of the event. Dante R. Basco, best known for his role as Ruff, Ruffio, the leader of the Lost Boys and Steven Spielberg's Hook, will also be travelling to Northeast. He also voiced Prince Zuko in Avatar, The Last Airbender. And fans can look forward to chatting to Walter Jones, who played Zack Taylor, the original Black Ranger, in the hit series Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So... Well, if you've heard any of that folk, um, you're doing better than me. I just, I've heard of Peter Davison and Sylvester McCoy. That's about it. Um, anyway, Comic Con Scotland, Northeast, will be back on March 18th and 19th at P&J Live. So if you've your bag of tricks, uh, you can head along here and see all this uh, famous folk that uh, I've never heard of. But uh, sounds like a, you know, jolly good knees up. And, um, you know, Peter Davison was... Uh, very, very good, and I don't care. I've never seen him being the Doctor Who, but certainly in all creatures get in small. That's my kind of program now. Now, just uh, finish up with sport as normal. In the back page of paper today, is Goodwin is cheered by response for, to bad start. So, Jim Goodwin admitted he found Eberin start a while at Livingston alarming, but backed his players for their second half response in the 2 1 defeat. A dreadful start at Armandvale, so the Dons fall behind to a Jack Fitzwater finish and Sean Kelly penalty within 20 minutes. But the Reds rallied and received two penalties of their own. Uh, Miofsky failing to convert one before the interval before Duke pulled the goal back for the spot in the second half. Uh, they almost took something for the clash, but it was uh, not to be. So, um, yeah, well, so I was listening to Bitsot and, um, you know, certainly Aberdeen was out him, but... And I think in the end, they had nearly every striker on their books on the pitch, but they just could not score. So, um, yeah, the first 20 minutes apparently was an absolute disaster. But, you know, after that, they were, uh, probably deserved something. Even the, the Levy manager admitted as much. But uh, sometimes, 
he didn't get fit, he deserving fit, but and, uh, even Goodwin says they played, you know, ne half or a quarter as good as that against Hibs and beat four one. So it just goes to show there's no rhyme or reason sometimes. But um, you know, come on, Everdeen, that's how we can ask. Now that's made up for you now. It's a wee popular series of today's present journal on uh, Wednesday, November ninth, twenty twenty two. Um, it's been a very uh, quite a pleasant day up in Aberdeen today, I've seen the bad of I was out at the uh, bunker this afternoon um, delivering some Snockridge Ox uh, oat cakes to share it in the butcher across the bunker and, um, and then we had a while in the, the play park uh, at um, in bunker doing the, the beret honour and um, we uh, grand, uh, Brody with grandson so he had a whale of a time running about there but by that time it was starting to get a bit cooler <laughs> It was getting darker, so we're going to want like coffee and had a fine, freshly baked bannock and a cup of tea. Delicious. So, um, yeah, very pleasant day. But anyway, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. No, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please make sure to tell a pal. And, um, you know, see us a fair like a folk in America listening new. So, if um, you know, you're waiting to tune out to other politics, then tell some other. Uh, Northeast folk for us maybe biding across America now about the Doric Express and uh, you know spread the word that there is some good news or well maybe not good news but not a total disaster of news at the time um, some snippets with the PNJ might cheer them up a wee bit eh? um, anyway thanks very much for listening cheers now to loop. Hearts of all the stories that you made in a cave.